I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiance Coupled with Chaos. TLC, what are we going to call this? Spinoffs, June 11th, 2022. I don't know what to call this. Uh, Reality Other. Reality Other. Episode whatever. (laughs) So we used to do some spinoff shows. We did it with David and Annie and... Family Chantel and wow. Lexi and, and Lauren. But that they was, were actual spinoffs they from were our spin-offs, 90 Day and Real so Housewives. These aren't necessarily spinoffs, although one of them are. We are going to talk about in this episode, and just so you know, I think this is going to be um, subscription content. But this episode we are going to do out in the open as we get our feet wet and figure out how to do this. But we are going to talk about – these are the four shows we're going to hit. And we can continue with these as long as they go. And I think others will slide in as they come up. We think this is probably where Love After Lockup may slide uh-huh. in. So, Which is not even TLC. Not even, no, so you're right. So TLC reality, whatever. Yeah. It's we, uh, reality other. <laughs> so what we have is we have four shows that started this week, and that's kind of what made us think about this. We had Seeking Sister Wives, The Family Chantel. Oh, it was it was just two. Those were the two that kicked off this week. We're oh. going to talk about Seeking Sister Wives, The Family Chantel, Welcome to Plathville, and Little People, Big World. Those are the shows that we are going to hit. Because I watch those anyway. Because she watches those anyway. But unfortunately, this may suck the fun out of them for her. Yeah. Because now she has to watch those. Yeah. And then we're doing a Real Housewives show, and she hit me with this other show. Oh, yeah. Bling Empire. Bling Empire. (laughs) That is not going to be covered here. If you want to listen to that, maybe the intro to our our, uh, Real Housewives Inside Scoop she goes off for about a minute and a half <laughs> on whatever show this is. Bling Empire. She's Netflix. watching it in the same house with me. Yeah. And I have never even heard about it. Oh, my gosh. I love that show. So that is what we are going to get. We are going to start off with Seeking Sister Wives, Season 4, Episode 1, Who Doesn't Like Thirds? This is... In fact, no one likes thirds except the husbands. Yes, that's what it turns out. Because <laughs> I think we look at this, right, and, and I've done a decent job of trying to catch up. The Merrifields are the ones, I think, that are kind of the thing to talk about. This uh-huh. is Garrick and Danielle. Right, who and returned Roberta, from last season. Right, and they're right. not even – no, they were in this episode. So yes. they are tired of waiting for Roberta, or Danielle is, and decides that, you know what, we're going to get another. And Roberta doesn't like it. At all. Because she hadn't even entered yet. Right. But what we do see from Danielle, it looks like Danielle, since the last season, got something. What does it look like she got? Ah. Uh, New boobs. Oh, yes. See, yes, they are did appear to happen. unveiled. Um, she leaves them out for everybody to see. Maybe that's why. Maybe you get a new wife and you get some new cosmetic surgery. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what the, the next wife is going to be She's looking for, for a, uh, a BBL. BBL. <laughs> a BBL is what she's going to get. I have spent – it's almost like for us 90-day fiancé where I was watching them kind of being in the same room as this stuff happens and not really paying so close attention. Uh-huh. But um, – this Garrick, let's let's do some background on Garrick. He's killing me. So Garrick, 
what happened last season is they went down to Mexico. Roberta came up from Brazil, Brazil. to Mexico, mm-hmm. and he was going to spend all the time there with Roberta. I think the big story here. Trying her out. Yes, trying her out. <laughs> Taking her for a test drive. And so. The Put his big, wife in the next room. It started out badly because it looked like the first minute that Garrick and Roberta were together. They were doing it behind the door. They did it <laughs> so quickly and then, you know, brought Danielle over and insinuated that her feelings were more important than intimacy. Uh huh. But, but they'd in, already been intimate. In fact, they'd already been intimate. So. I think that's kind of a big deal. It looks like Garrick and Danielle and the kids are yeah, working. They're living in some kind of trailer. They're living thing. in a trailer because oh, they're getting okay. a house built. He's some custom home builder. Wow. But, you know, living they could be living like, with family. But they talk like a fifth wheel or something. They talked about, and it'd be tight for four grown people because these, these aren't little kids. <laughs> right. So I'm sure it's pretty tight in there. I'm sure. Things must be pretty rough with Garrick's, for everybody's parents. Well, yeah, his parent, his whole family disowned him when they first announced that they were going to be plural. And her family, you got to think there's issues. This is what they said in season three. Her, she, Danielle said about her mom that they were non-denominational Christian church. Uh-huh. Which reeks, I don't say reeks, but it 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 makes you think of Church of Christ is what uh-huh. that is. Which is what we are. Most people do not refer to themselves as non-denominational Christian churches yeah. unless you are really non-denominational. Right. So I think, um, so they've got this other girl and so they brought her and the big deal is that she's tall. Garrick doesn't like tall people. Oh, that's so funny. So I'm wondering if he already is sleeping with. Did they make that off limits? Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> what a mess. I mean, these are all messes, right? Yes. I mean, I get it. So it's real hard for us to talk about this when they're not messes. What I love is that he bases his whole idea of this is a great idea off the fact that people have multiple wives in the Old Testament. Right. But my point to you was all the examples in the Old Testament showed you why that's a bad idea and it doesn't right. work out. <laughs> that is kind of what the Old Testament is. I think if you're not too biblically knowledgeable, the Old Testament is pretty much full of people doing things the wrong way. The wrong way. And then is- God's wrath coming upon them. Yep. And, and then, being punished. And here's how you have to do it instead. Yes. And so there is no multiple wives in the New Testament. And the reason was because it went very badly in the Old Testament. (laughs) But, so as much as Garrick is the thing, the family to talk about is Nick, April, and Jennifer. Nick has got two wives, and Nick's a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Except? What in the world? There's one kid, and he's at school all day. Right. So April and Jennifer do all the cooking and cleaning. Nick and the working and working. And Nick just, uh, I guess, reads the internet. Reads and thinks. Yes, because he's, he's a, a great thinker. thinker. He's not a doer. He's a thinker. So two and of them. And then he teaches them yes, what he learned. That is great. 
Wow. He does re- he learns and researches. My jaw dropped open at this point that these two women have just accepted this hook, line, and sinker because they look like absolute fools. Yeah. So, and to beat all of this, Nick isn't married to either of them. And they all sleep in one bed. They all sleep in one bed. Oh my gosh. This guy's got it made. And they're bringing in another lady. Wow. And they're already in a small place. This the part of the issue was they're in a small house. Uh-huh. And they're about to bring somebody else in there. Oh my God. It's and he thinks so this new girl is Danielle. And he's a fan of her skeptical mind. <laughs> they're not looking to be intimate. But there aren't any rules. So Nick doesn't have any rules that says if he's seeing Danielle and they're doing it, that there's not a problem. There's no rules against that. And and the wives appreciate that he withholds yeah. that. He regulates himself. <laughs> what a crock of crap. <laughs> he regulates himself. You know what this means? He's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, that's what it means. He says he doesn't like to give that away too soon. Right. Uh-huh. He says. That's why he's got why soon to be Garrick, three women in one bed. Garrick says similar to the same things. Intimacy is <laughs> not that important, but they can't wait 30 minutes after they get behind a closed door mm-hmm. before they're tearing it up. And he said uh, they needed it. <laughs> oh, so the other one we have, there are, I think, four couples this season. Or f- four. We only get three of them this time because we don't get our favorite couple, um, Sibian. Oh, yes. Sidian. Sidian. Sibian. Sidian. Sibian. That's kind of funny. Sibian's a whole different podcast. <laughs> you don't even know what a Sibian is. No. Nope. Uh, it's like a, it's, it would be like something you would, a woman would ride. Oh, okay. You know what, uh, how you can remember his name? Think of the the lava rock, obsidian, and just oh, leave yeah. off the O. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Because like Rorschach, words, big <laughs> words are hard for me. Homeschooling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you learn obscure things Steve like and Brenda are the next two. Compared to the others, they're almost forgettable, right? Because, but they are at least from... Um, um, they're from Texas. They're from Houston. So this is where he – they we, we wish we'd have seen previous seasons of this because he had a wife. They brought in a second wife. Then the first wife mm-hmm. bucked out and said, no, not even a part of the show, but don't want to be anything. So he sticks around with the second wife. Mm-hmm. And then they look – for a second, and now a they're looking for another wife. Uh-huh. And she says she's already fine with it because she was the second wife. Yes. So she's fine with another yeah, wife. Yeah, so she's good. We'll see how that happens. He said something about, you know, um, uh, strawberries are good and you have shortcake with, then is you have good. With whipped cream what, and it's so much better. It's so much better with whipped cream. <laughs> that is good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so they're courting through some kind of app. There must be some kind of get a third wife app. Yeah, there, there is. And this guy's got his shirt off all the time. He's like Ben from 90 uh-huh. Day. 
Yeah. Sun's out, gun's out. Yeah. So that's this guy. So this will be fun keeping an eye on them. And he's the wannabe um, Pirates of the Caribbean Johnny Depp guy. That's that's Sidian. No, that's Sidian. Yeah. This guy is Steve and Brenda. Unfortunately, Steve, 42, from Houston. That's who we're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I was talking yeah. about Sidian. No. But it's the same, right? Right. They have the same setup. Because they use the app, too. And they had another wife. And this is the second one. So Steve's just a little older and doesn't wear eyeshadow <laughs> like Sidian does. And they were – um, it was just – Yeah, Sidian's got like full stage makeup. Yeah, he? and he wears it all the time. Right. But they do have nice square foot gardens, I do have to say. Mm-hmm. I am we are a little jealous of City and, and his above ground gardens. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. This Seeking Sister Wives, I for even forget what night it's on, but it's only one episode in. So right. if you're here with us and you haven't seen it yet, go ahead, watch episode one. And if but you have watch time, last season. If you have time, <laughs> I think last season would be good to watch. Yes. Even if you only watch the Sidian, the Sidian and Garrick scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you could forward through the king and and his two. Yeah. That's just a bit too dramatic, and we don't see them anymore. And the mm-hmm. other couple, whoever was on there, they they had a baby. Um, but we have two. Two couples from season three are on it. And so I just hate Garrick. Sidian's annoying, but Garrick, you know, it's more about the using, I don't know, God had multiple wives thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, of course. And the way he talks All these couples are great. Because Nick, I want to hear more deep thoughts from Nick. (laughs) I think that'll be fun. Family what was shan- he going on about? Quantum God, physics or something? Was, he read he something on the time? internet, and so oh now he's gosh. smart. That's what happens. Wow. Family Chantel, season four, episode one. Home is where the tension is. Not a ton of stuff going on here. It's kind of like an update of who is where. The big thing here is Winter's going to Tijuana to get bariatric surgery. Yeah. That somebody has to talk her out of that. Yeah, they're not. This is not a good idea. No. You can't do that. And she got the doctor off some YouTube person, the yeah. the Barbie of yeah, weight TikTok loss or something. Barbie TikTok Barbie is who you're Barbie, using yeah. as your. This is not a smart Referral. move. It's bring your own bandages and yeah, what the heck? This is not. You know, you get better bandages in the states. Evidently, <laughs> they can't go through with this. I mean, this can't happen. Can it? Uh, I guess. I don't know. It looks like it's going to. I mean, we know in, in real time that she has lost weight. There's pictures of her everywhere. Yeah. We get Pedro and Chantel bought a house. Yeah. We were thinking that the house is big enough that other people ought to be living there. And I wouldn't be surprised if River and Winter end up there at Boarding some point. up there. If it's big enough for everybody. I'm just not sure how much money they're bringing in. Mm-hmm. To get a big house like that, Pedro's yeah. selling real estate, though it looks like. Yeah. So and he's That's looking cool. big and buff still. He sure is. He is. Um, he hasn't stopped it. working out. Yeah. Uh, Nicole and I, Lydia. Lydia's Nicole. You see Lydia? Uh, we try not to talk too much about the way people look. 
Mm-hmm. But did you see Lydia? Um, she looked like she had something done. I don't know. I was listening. She's looking more like um, you were talking about uh, um, the Real Housewives of Miami, Mom. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Her. It looked like her. Really? She, yeah. Her face is all tight. And oh, that's not good. It looked like. She had a facelift or something? Yeah, and it went something bad? like that. Maybe she went to Mexico to get it done. Maybe. Her <laughs> and Winter, they went two for one. I mean, it's just such a shock because it looked to be like Lydia wasn't somebody who cared a whole lot about uh-huh. appearance. Right. And it shouldn't matter, but I think somebody's gotten in her ear because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I wasn't really paying attention. She's looking a bit, um, her face is a whole lot tighter. Mm. It's almost like a different person. Interesting. And, of course, I don't know. I mean, Nicole's doing the pageant thing. So right. We With have her scooped, gigantic boobs she had We have in. scooped that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can, um, that would have been months ago that that happened. So we know quite a bit about this. That was funny when she was talking to her friend and says, and of course I won. <laughs> She didn't. I know. Right. I mean, uh, I I didn't mean to give up on anything, but she's not the winner. So. I think she did some smaller thing. Yeah. The um, Karen and them, they all go. They go on a trip to Tijuana. I'm surprised that Karen and Chantel went with them. And Karen buys these masks and and then says she's going to give them his Christmas gifts and tells Nicole. She can use this to cover that thing up. You know, they replayed that scene from Nicole throwing the glass at them from last season. And, you know, Karen is just. Right there with her. Yeah, she's just mm-hmm. snippy and you yep. missed and teasing her. And I mean, we know Nicole's kind of what she is. But mm-hmm. her with um, all the surgery and stuff, I think she's going to be just even worse than it was before. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot more background, I think, going on here. Um, a lot to do. Maybe this episode's got a lot more to do with winter. It looks like she's met a Nigerian guy, oh, 25-year-old Nigerian man. So that'll get Karen involved in her relationship. Mm-hmm. So we will be watching that a little closer. Um, I think the shocker of the week and of most of them is probably why we're even doing this show is Plasville. Yes, now that I'm into. So, what we get in this one, and we're going to assume you've watched it if you're listening to this, that you're that far, that Kim isn't living in the house anymore. Yeah, went to the old farmhouse that they were renting Right, and we get Barry talking to the kids. I have to tell you, my stomach tightened up and my throat did, and I teared up a little bit as Barry's talking to the kids. It gave you flashbacks. Well, I think it made me think about... What it was like for your dad? Right. Yeah. Well, no, I don't... Look, I don't think it was... A, if it was that big of a problem for them, then I'm just thinking about what it was like for me when my dad said that. Uh-huh. So, that was more or less... And I think the trouble... There are still... Here's the issue. I don't know who's right or who's wrong or who should stay. Or I mean, for us, the two of them should stay together and stick this out. Yes. Because... You've made a commitment. Forever. Yes. Nobody's cheated on anybody yet. Right. So they should be together. And they should be working on it together. Yes. In the same place. But it looks like, I'm not saying that Barry's in the right here. Barry's probably been pretty tough on Kim and probably like a wet blanket. Yeah, probably, you know, taking advantage a lot of her just taking care of stuff and not really appreciating 
And that Kim the work. has lost who she is. Right. In the in, process of it, homeschooling and cranking out all these kids. Can you understand that? I understand that. But not really understand that. Just kind of understand that. Well, I You're understand not that. On, sleeping on the couch kind of understand No. I understand that to the extent that I recognized it and reserved some time for myself. Whereas I didn't for a lot of years. We didn't see this coming, though. I mean, before this season, we didn't right. necessarily exactly. see this coming. There was no indication. At all. I mean, you know I've always put the kids first. Right. But, um, you know, when they were a little younger, I think I started to maybe recognize that I wasn't making any time for myself. Mm. And, you know, you can feel a little bitter. Yeah. Um, and that was probably the rough period that we had too, just because everybody was busy with their own thing and not interacting as a family as right. much. So I get that. I mean, she's got a big family and they all got different things going on and nobody's got time for her. Yeah. She doesn't have time she for her. She should meet a big muscular mass guy <laughs> at a bin store. I'm sure that would give her the attention that she would be craving outside of the house. Uh-huh. Don't you think that would be good for uh-huh. her? Uh-huh. Do you? Yeah. You think that would be good? Yeah, that would be good. How good do you think that would be? Uh, she should invite him over to make dinner for the family. <laughs> That's the first sign. We talked about did I think we didn't we talk about this? I forget what we talked about last week at the uh-huh, end. Uh-huh, we did. We talked about the the guy coming over and yeah, that's that was weird. probably the bad sign. Yeah, it was probably but a bad sign. There are five kids there that are gonna be impacted by yeah, this that's, dissolvement that's of this relationship. Yeah. And it's going to be difficult for them. It is. I know that it's difficult for Kim right now. Uh-huh. But I look at those two young girls. Yeah. And that's what I think about. Yeah. And you saw the preview. The preview, I saw this before you did. They're all about to turn on mom. Yeah, I wanted to watch this as you did. Mm -hmm. And so I was in the other room and I walked in when the preview came about the the youngest daughter hitting her up on, if you're the one that doesn't want to be here. Then maybe you should be moving out. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. This relationship is going to be a problem in about seven years. Yep. There is going to be... A lot of fireworks going on in this group. <laughs> yep. Nobody's going to know what hit them. Because she's going to be a handful. Mm-hmm. She's already given tood to yep. mom. Yep. And doesn't even know it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. We saw that Lydia, you saw Lydia tearing up about dad. Lydia's, yep. Lydia's loyal. She is. And so I think if... If I think she, if she th- comes to think that Kim has wronged her dad in some way, yeah. then she's going to get it. Yes. Kim is going to get it from Lydia. I believe you're right. I wonder how that is going to work out. Yeah. She was talking very highly of Barry. Yes. A lot. Yeah. Very glowingly. Like she was throwing down whose side she's on. Uh-huh. Mom does come and help school, but... You know, what's going to happen is Barry's going to have to work and the older kids and are going to... And Lydia's going to have to take over. Yes, and there will be some resentment right. as they're trying to do She's stuff. She's starting to venture out they're and working. have her own life. Mm. And they, think, would, they wouldn't even let her date that guy that she had a crush on. Yeah. They wouldn't even let her text with yes. him. Yes. She's not going to be following the rules anymore, I no. think. 
Those and yeah, those rules are gone because they can't. You can't keep up with. Yeah, these. there's nobody to be going through her phone no. anymore. Ethan was already talking about him sneaking around. Mm-hmm. How about him? Ways around the rules. Boy, when you think they're fixed, yeah. How about them? I was hoping they were better now, but no trouble on the horizon. Yeah, he looks like. I mean, you could see in him talking. Him and Barry are a lot alike. Yeah. Not dealing with problems. Yeah. Ethan's, Not confronting them. No. Hoping they go away. Yeah. They don't go away. No. You don't buy a car. And, you know, the car is the insignificant part of this. Right. It's the secret. Yes. If he would have said something right away. Right. Because I think she could have understood knowing that he takes solace and comfort in working on his cars. I think she could have understood that during the time that they were split up, that that's what he would fall back on. Mm. And maybe he would have an interest in a new car to work on in order to comfort himself while they were separated. So I think if he had told her right away when they got back together, she could have maybe understood that. But the fact that nine months have gone by... And he still hadn't mentioned it. Now he springs it on her with a grin on his face. That's why he didn't want her to come. Yeah, that's not good. Because the secret would have stayed a bit longer. Uh Uh-huh. I thought that they had really were working together well in the garage. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he seemed to really like it more than he thought he would. He needs to... The solution to their problem is he... he, One, Ethan needs some alone time. Uh-huh. Right, he's just that kind of person, right. I believe. He seems to be when he's relaxed, a funny, playful guy. Uh huh. Yeah. But he's got this dark side, mm-hmm. and I don't. She kind of said it in the preview. If he's got this secret, what else does he have? Right, that's not good. You know, I mean, people have secrets. Right. And he was talking about sneaking around with Barry and Kim. Uh huh. You know, without them knowing. Yeah. He was the one. Fixing the radio and mm-hmm. doing all sorts of stuff. So it, who knows what other secrets he's got? Yeah, I mean he could be into all sorts of deviant stuff. I, not yep. that we know that that's the case, right. but if he's already t- advising Mariah to lie, mm-hmm. and that he's talking about how he'd been keeping secrets forever. So I guess the thought of these two, they're still in trouble. Yeah, still in trouble. And she's trying. Yeah. The solution is he needs a place to work on cars where they're living and, and not come up there. But the, right. the place where he's working is the guy who's got all the tools. Right. And, and that's a big deal. And the space. Part of working on cars them. is having the tools and the space to do it. Right. So he's got to find somebody. And he said those are his friends. Yeah. Well, like anything else, you get other friends. Mm-hmm. You just need to find a way. But that's hard for him. Because remember, he's yeah, not I get it. not had a lot of social opportunity. Yeah. So, what are your secrets? Huh? <laughs> you got them. You said everybody's got secrets. Well, I mean, that's the case, right? I mean, when they're talking about, I don't have secrets. <laughs> you know? I don't have time. I actually don't have time. My secrets, you know what my secrets are? Is that I spend all my free time watching reality TV shows. And podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm doing that too, podcast. That's not a secret, though. Well, I get it, but it is kind of. If a everybody secret from knew, the rest of the world, I guess. If everybody knew what I do with my free time, but uh-huh. really, my free time is spent doing things with you. Then. Yes. All right. And All right. the other woman. Yeah. 
I don't have time. You know I don't have time for that now. You do not. So I don't meet other people every week regularly oh, on Tuesday mornings. Oh, stop. 37 miles away from home. <laughs> I don't do that. If somebody did that. I don't even know that guy's name. <laughs> that's even worse, Kelly. I've, I don't even know his name. I've talked to him so many times shopping <laughs> in these bin stores, and I don't even know his name. It's like, hey, you, are you still looking for these <laughs> these uh, earpod cases? Here you go. <laughs> uh, you can't even refer to people by their gender anymore. <laughs> I'm guessing he identifies as a male, uh, right? I can't imagine that he wouldn't. He's quite manly. <laughs> See, I don't like your tone. <laughs> Little people, big world. Great This show. is season 23, episode four. You were shocked by that. Yeah, 23 Because I've always watched this show. I mean, show. you've seen these kids when yeah, they were kids. Grow up, yeah. So, And now they're adults now. So we're going to pop out that baby is the name of the episode. Yeah, they were little boys playing in the woods. Yeah. Boy Tori is not happy at all. No. You could see it. We I've not seen her like this. Yeah. She's just shut down. Yeah. She's mad at Matt. Yes, she is. Whatever happened. Well, I told you, I mean, clearly he overstepped some kind of boundary that's unforgivable with her. When she said in the side interview, I don't ever want to see someone speak to my husband in that way again. I went, wow. Those this are, was, those this are big, was words. big for her. That's not yeah. something. That means something happened. Yeah, it was bad. And you could see, you know, Matt says some, you know, he's blunt with what he says. Yeah. He doesn't put a filter on anything. No. And I believe he says exactly what he feels. Uh-huh. I don't think he does it. Insulting or not. I don't think he's trying to be insulting. I think he thinks it. He says it. Mm. That's just the type of guy that he is. Uh So. It's like, wow. I tell you what, the more you see Jackson, the more you just fall in love with that kid. He's adorable. He is as smart as a whip. He is. You know, I don't think. I'm not sure. Tori and Zach are the most intelligent people around. They're funny, though. They're funny. He's funny. and But their their boy, Jackson, is a really smart kid. Yeah. He just really is. He's really I mean, cute. they strike me. Nothing wrong with Zach and Tori. I think they're just, you know, like the rest of us. They're just average, you know, just normal people. Uh-huh. But they have got a smart, handsome, yeah, personable Yeah, he's adorable. Child. Oh, my gosh. I great. love Jackson. But Tori says that farm's not a happy place. Not a place she and she and she looks like it when she goes there. Uh-huh. She wants to be gone. Yeah. So and I and you saw it at the end when Matt came to the house. You saw the she, way the like, kids tur- were. Yeah, the kids well, were standoffish, and she kind of turned her back a little. I bit. looked, and Matt's asking questions at the farm, like you know about school and is she going to school you know stuff that he was should know the answer to mm-hmm. and he doesn't and they haven't been around that long i think matt's probably not as involved in their daily life as he was making himself out yes to be. i think so or it could be because they're not um i know they're not talking they're not talking but it hasn't been that long i think he's just not that involved matt's about matt He's not that involved. I think he likes having the kids around, and I think it's great to have Jackson around on the farm. I get it. So, I just thought that um, that, that was, uh, you know, 
he spoils Jackson rotten. He was always building him stuff and making things for him at the farm and building exhibits that were little people friendly for yeah. him and stuff like that. They had um, the whole scene with Jackson and, and Amy was really sweet. That was really cute. You could tell how really happy she was to yeah. spend that time alone with him. Yeah. I talked to you about him whisking those eggs yeah. with a fork <laughs> at four. Uh-huh. You know what a four-year-old's going to There's going to be eggs everywhere. Slopping it everywhere. It'll be tipped over. Uh-huh. It'd be a mess. But that he's there just whisking away. Uh-huh. I was and really... she said, do you need a whisk? He says, no. And then he talks about breakfast. Uh-huh. You can have eggs and or whatever it is, scrambled said, eggs and Mimi, that would be the best breakfast ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the best Mimi ever. Uh-huh. And oh, she just lit My up at God, that. This is the best. You just want to have them around. Uh-huh. Matt takes the lawnmower up there. I thought, I maybe I thought he'd be a bit more critical of the place, but I think he well, was. Well, he's, he's, you know, hat in hand trying to. You know, smooth things over. He's going to hold the lawnmower over, Zach. You know he is. What, to say I did this for you? Sure. Mm. Zach shouldn't take the lawnmower. So nothing comes without strings. Yes, of course. So I think think he shouldn't have done that. Mm. I get it. He needed it. That's probably stuff, you know, stuff's a little tight when you're first moving. But... I think that's it gives Matt still a way in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still got his hand over this. Mm-hmm. I've always done this for you. I told you I hope the secret was that somehow whoever, well, I don't want to spoil anything. So we shouldn't spoil stuff mm-hmm. that we know, inside scoop stuff. But let's just say the plot thickens about the farm yeah. in the next, I would assume by the end of this season. Mm-hmm. So I think we should... Um, Maybe pay attention to that in real time. Mm-hmm. So we won't talk too much about that. But I thought Matt was up there and you saw how standoffish the kids were. They blamed yeah. it on it being a nap. Yeah, being cranky. But I don't think so. No. It seemed I think, like they were taking their cue from mom. Yeah. Mom was distant and standoffish and so was, so was she. I wonder if they talk bad about Matt in front of them. I doubt it. She, Tori said she wanted them to have a good relationship mm. with their grandpa. She did say that was important to her. So, we'll see. And, but, you know, it was, you saw Zach get mad at the end. Yeah. Because Matt was just talking about, you know, fathers and sons just don't get along. Yeah, he says he's, he's glossing over the real hurt that's there. And this is all about the farm. Mm-hmm. So. Not being able to separate it being a business transaction from a transaction with your kid. I mean, I tip my hat to him for separating it and leaving. I think that's a bold move on his part. It was. So, um, and his dad tipped his hat to him for that, too. I think for, that's... For changing gears so quickly yeah. and making a new plan. Yeah, I still think it's loaded with some... It'd be best, because he says it's best, that he knows that Zach couldn't run the farm. Yeah, that was crappy. And I think that's what... Uh, Tori was alluding to that I, that he made him feel inferior in some way, incapable. I, I told you that I thought it was that what if Zach ran the farm better, better. than yeah. him? Mm-hmm. He couldn't handle that. No, he couldn't. If Zach bought the farm 
I think Zach would make better financial decisions about the farm. It's not like Matt can do stuff now. Matt's just like a gen, uh, uh, general project. He's like a project manager, right? Because mm-hmm. he can't physically do the stuff, right? So it just means he's hiring he's to get planning. it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. It's his ideas. And don't get me wrong, he's got all these years of running the farm experience, mm-hmm. but the kids grew up with it, right? You don't think if if Zach bought the farm that Amy wouldn't help him out? Oh, of course. Yeah. And Matt would just be out. Yeah. I was saying, you know, that I was impressed at how Amy has kind of put the bitterness behind her. And they've been able to forge a a workable, working family relationship again. Right. That's kind of impressive given the amount of bitterness that she had towards Matt at the time of the divorce and her um, subsequently leaving the farm. Yeah, I do think that's a bit odd. You know, well, I think that her relationship uh, with her husband has Chris. really helped that yeah. occur because Chris likes Matt and Matt likes Chris and they get along so well that I think that really smoothed things over and helped her to put the past behind. She's not going to forget the kind of person that he is, but she's accepted that she doesn't really have to deal with that part of him anymore. And that they can move forward as, you know, still in a family relationship for the sake of the kids, something, grandkids. And I can't put my, my finger on it. Something about Chris gives me a creepy vibe. Really? I'm just telling you. Oh. I'm, I'm saying I know anything. I don't have any insight. Maybe because he's Chris. so um, soft-spoken. No, that doesn't bother me. I don't know what it is. I'm just not sure. Hmm. But Well, they're something. cute together. Maybe it's the stereotype of being old, single, and not having kids. Yeah. It, and being a guy. It just does. I guess. I, you know, I think that's surely a stereotype of mine. I don't mean to insult all of you listeners who are old. And unmarried. And old, male, and unmarried. Do you think we have any old, unmarried male listeners? Um, probably. Do you think? Yeah. If you are, let me know. I apologize. <laughs> Never married is what I'm getting at. Uh-huh. So... It just Perpetual it bachelor. strikes me as, yeah, odd. So I probably have, we've discovered what my stereotype is. Mm. Old, white, bearded guys in their <laughs> late 50s who've never been married. I have a stereotype. I think they've got some ugly thing in their past. Mm. Bodies in their crawl space. Ah. Right. One step away from the offender list. Oh, I see. Yeah, maybe. I'm probably wrong. It's a stereotype. So okay. we will be back. Um, also, if we can get through all these shows again, we'll record another episode next week of this. We have Inside Scoop coming up and another episode of uh, 90 Day Fiance show this weekend. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. You can hear additional 90 Day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel. Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. 